Welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core number 119. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson to talk about the Yellow Jackets season two finale. Melissa, we are yes. finally here. How are you? How are you feeling? <laughs> this was a really surprising episode and it packed the biggest stuff into like the last eight minutes. Interesting. Yeah, it's man. I I want to say I have mixed feelings about the season finale, but I think that's just it being a season finale. Right. There's mm. still a lot of things we don't know the answers to two yet and mm -hmm. so i'm frustrated at some of that stuff yeah but also just like i thought it was good it was fine right mm -hmm. it was good um yeah i i enjoy enjoyed it i just got done watching it like an hour yeah. or two ago uh already went online to see what people are saying to see if i missed anything in my notes all that good stuff i think i i found something that i haven't seen many people talking about yet um, oh, so we'll we'll see. I, 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 I doubt I'm the only one who noticed this. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think I'm that smart, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I, I did see something that strikes me as odd. But we'll get okay. to that in just a bit. So, yeah, um, please continue. What, what were your kind of general thoughts on this season finale? Last week, we were talking about how we are sure somebody in in the modern day timeline is going to die. Uh, when the girls are talking about how or Lottie is talking about how there is the force that followed them back from the woods wants something. It wants blood. It wants right. sacrifice. And then in this episode, they're like, we return to our, our hunt ritual that we are like just starting to see them adapt back in the 90s they're pulling yeah. back out this whole thing that they set up like time for the hunt ritual we all know how this goes we all make our masks <laughs> we burn a deck of cards and so we they're they're going forward with that and i think this episode does a nice job of bringing together all the modern day storylines and putting a lot of characters on the board in the same physical location where yeah. any one of them could get killed at any time. Yeah. I liked that. <laughs> Absolutely. I like that ride of never being sure. Like we, who it, the victim is going to be at different times. It seems like there are different options. And the person who does end up dying was an absolute shocker. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed this finale. Um, though I, I, I don't think it was their best episode of the season per se. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not actually like ranking the, that. Yeah. Um, but like we've talked about previously, I did feel like there were moments in season two's plot or like the reveals that they had that mm. felt like season finale moments. And so we yeah. were kind of like, well, what's coming down the road here? Uh, and so on one hand, I didn't necessarily feel like there were any huge reveals per se, but it did mm. tie a lot of loose ends up yes. or at, at least put a cap on them for now to, to yeah. be like, hey, it's at least going to calm down a little bit for right now. And that there mm. is a finality in in that. Right. Yeah. So it did feel like a season finale, um, but also. It it almost like. 
that's the thing. I went online to see what people were saying. I went on Reddit for a like, okay, couple days before the 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 finale comes out. What are your final theories about like that's about to happen? And I saw some people talking on there about like, I still think there's a secret tenth episode out there. So apparently, we weren't the only ones to like be confused about ten episodes potentially. And I think with the way this finale went, I almost am wondering if it was intended to be a two part finale that they kind of mashed mm. into one. Because I felt like there was a lot that happened in here that I kind of would have liked to see to have certain things have a little bit more room to breathe or maybe maybe have some other kind of big reveal mixed in that we did not get that maybe they're saving for the season three opener. Um, mm. Who knows? But I- um my feelings were that the episode, I think, was putting a lot of its focus on the modern day timeline, which has always been the less compelling of the two timelines for me. And everything that was happening back in the 90s was what we were expecting. We knew going sure, in, yeah. uh, Coach found that cave, it's time to eat Javi, etc. And it's not until like the end of the 90s timeline scenes that then you get something that's really interesting. So yeah. I, I was a little mixed at the beginning, but by the end, I'm like, there is really intriguing stuff here that my brain is still chewing on. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there are still a bunch of unanswered questions. Um, <laughs> I, to dive right into the final scene of the episode w- with one of my most unanswered questions, I. The, the odd conflict about this show is that the audience is asking way more questions than the characters are asking at any point. Like, you know, as soon as in like episode two or three of season one, when the girls get to the cabin, you're like, I want an inventory of every item in the cabin. Like, what are there clues here? What can you piece together to find out the identity of that dead body history? Right. Right. And nobody ever does that. (laughs) Like the girls are in this space. The girls and everybody. I, Travis can investigate things as well. Anybody can. But the, the characters there aren't looking into what you want them to look into. Like the only puzzle they are worried about solving is survival. They're not like, gee, I wonder who used to live here. Can I can I find any hints? Like that's just <laughs> right? something they're never who owns the interested to in. This house. I'd like to know. <laughs> I I was always hoping the cabin would turn into a puzzle box like they would find a sure. space they would find like a journal under the floorboard something like that and i have been wondering if they were going to get to a spot where the this safe house this literal safe house of the cabin disappears like they won't be able to return to it anymore i have been suspecting maybe there's a fire or some natural disaster or something at some point yeah. that takes them out of there And then they have to make their own shelter. So I was excited to see that turn, but I was disappointed that we didn't get more out of the cabin while we were still there. I gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, my the the thing that I'm going to keep teasing here is at that scene when they're all watching the fire there. There's something I noticed Um, what is it? Because I was looking. I mean, I didn't like 
go frame by frame. I didn't go so, seek yeah, out theories or anything like that. But I was keeping a sharp eye out. Like, is there a shape in the smoke? No, there. I I didn't see that. I like that is. I, I was thinking back to the season one finale when Jackie was dying and her mm. visions seeing Laura Lee and that weird mysterious guy that's only yes. credited as the hunter. We haven't yeah. heard of at all this season and it's still not confirmed if that was the dead guy upstairs or not mm. but who knows um mm. but when they th- there's a they they all escape the burning cabin um which uh, to, since we're all, already here the cabin was set on fire by yeah. coach um or at least it makes which sense is, it wasn't expl- explicit but he's yes. holding the matches in that one that's it scene We'll we'll get to that's more yeah of that. that is something but, I want to talk about. Um, they they escape the cabin. They're all outside. There's only nine of them. In, in there's a shot of nine yes. of them standing there. That's not all of them. I know. There's girls missing, and that, so I don't know. Like that's what I was wondering. Um, I did t- pause on that to see if I could get a head count of it because there's. They're all together in the cabin, but I don't know if there's been like an establishing shot of here's literally everyone left alive in this area. And I don't know if that shot at the end is the other the others didn't make it out of the cabin or they're just off to the side. They're just literally not within the frame of that shot. You know, it's possible that there's two huddle groups, not just one big huddle group. It has the like over not not overhead Ah. use exactly like you see different angles and they are all hunched up in that one big group and then there's that one shot of them like looking directly all in in the camera and there's yes, nine yes, of that's them what I'm talking is, about is how much yeah. i counted and i think just trying to remember like who all is there there's kind there's at least 10 or 11 of them i think um like because there's the the six women that uh yes we know survived right uh-huh. there's there's um nat shauna there's ty there's vivian uh there's lottie and who else am i misty yeah and missing in misty and then you have travis um yeah and you have travis uh then uh we know that there was uh akila and mari yes um that's already nine of them but pink hat girl yes. is all also there and then there was the other like she hasn't really been named yet she might have but we don't like she had like one or two lines like last episode yeah so like there's 11 of them and then we don't know dripping exactly girl or was that coach more? is oh, that's there's Mar- a girl named okay there's a i think there's a girl named olivia in the end credits there's a girl named melissa but i don't know if anybody verbally I, points one out as being named melissa so i don't know which so one that we is did have someone comment on our youtube video last week that pink hat thank girl you. is melissa um okay thank you <laughs> so <laughs> named after our host melissa wilkinson um but but yeah so if if there's only nine of them there in that huddle what where are they? Are like I, I, I don't know if that is g- going to t- turn out to be a mystery or not. If it's just like they were back it, behind someone and couldn't see or right, who knows. yeah, yeah. Or it might be a 
uh, a Schrodinger's cat thing where when they are planning out season three, maybe they've yet to decide, do right. we want some people to have burned or do we want them to Did they be escape alive? With coach? Huh? Did they escape with coach? Because he he at first tried to get Nat to come with with him and to the, the spot that Javi was uh, hiding this- out. This is my thinking with Coach. It's so episodes ago when they are eating Jackie, it's everybody else there but him. He is horrified, but he yeah. never says anything. He never tells them to stop. He, we can see how he is feeling, but he's become so withdrawn and private this season that he never talks to the girls about, I hate that you, or the kids. I keep saying the girls, like Travis isn't there. But like he's, the kids. He's one of the g- 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 girls. He's an honorary <laughs> member. <laughs> he's talking, like he never says to the kids, I hate that you did that. Like we can't do that again. You have to find something else. Like he has truly given, I think after when they voted um, Jackie out of the cabin, I think that's when he realized I have no power here. And he's withdrawn completely. Yes. And when he sees that they have uh, butchered Javi, uh, which is also interesting that like when they ate Jackie, they just dove right into her. This is truly the first human butchering scene. And I like that it had that weight for what a even if they've already eaten somebody, what a line that was to cross to butcher a human being. Uh, But I he goes up to Nat and he's like, you aren't like them. I think because he ties, it seems like he ties the cannibalism, maybe not literally, but on, on a similar level to the sort of cultish following of, of Lottie. And he, he sure. doesn't like or trust any of it. Even though again, he's never said a word about it. This is like his private journey. He's going on and he's like, Nat, I know you don't believe this. I know you're better than this. And she's like, no, I'm not. I let him die in my place. I'm just as bad as the rest of them. Like, don't tr- you, you can't save me. And so he leaves. He can't start a fire. I love the shot of him just clacking rocks together and he can't start a fire. So he comes back. He gets the matches. And he sees them sort of anointing Natalie as the new queen. Yeah. And then the fire happens when everybody but like Shauna is already asleep. So it seems like that's later. And I was wondering, Occam's razor tells us it is coach, but there's an, an ambiguity and a strangeness there. Like, okay, he doesn't trust what the girls are doing. He doesn't want to be a part of it. He's going off on his own. That is abandoning somebody and outright killing them are very different things. And it is strange that he would cross that line to be like, I hate how these girls are, how, how these kids are surviving. I kill them now. They don't, they don't deserve to live. And if he's doing this, like, why is he waiting until all of them are asleep? What is he just waiting out there in the cold? Did he go to the cave and come back? I think he went to the cave and came back. If, if it was him, because you are right, there is still some ambiguity ambiguity mm. as much as the sh- sh- show is like pointing at him like look at him yeah. holding the matches right yes um we also don't know where crystal is and having that's also something i was thinking cliff, about right but 
I, I, I do think if it was coach, I think he would have gone back to the place to either get more supplies or out in the woods because he also took the hatchet that was outside. Yeah. Um, mm. And the g- g- girls are locked in somehow. So I'm wondering if he yeah. went to go like get some. OK, yeah. Branches or stuff to like barricade the door or so- like he he had to have some set set up time and to- and have to wait till they're asleep in case he's like making no 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 ways and stuff he doesn't want them to just be like who's outside right um which which is also a question like there aren't first off there aren't that many windows on the cabin he could sneak around to another side and light it on fire right in that moment if if we imagine that he planned this out like i must kill them i must wait until they are asleep i must barricade the door this will take several hours to do that's not only this act of mass murder but this act of premeditated even by a couple hours mass murder and again that's like a stronger line that this character is crossing now and which isn't to say it's impossible like if they come back and it's revealed yes coach did light the cabin on fire i i guess he did there there is just a a strangeness around yeah. it in that oh okay i this is stretching me a little bit i you haven't broken my my confidence but i'm I, this really feels like there's something more here i think coach also is very much so a broken person and he was about absolutely to kill yeah. himself don't yes forget that and while we did excuse me while we did get a scene of Misty talking him down, kind of in a weird way, he did decide to not kill himself. I kind of mentioned last week when we were talking about those two episodes, like uh, maybe he's kind of putting it together that Misty was the one that killed Crystal, even though she didn't particularly say in that, like, maybe he's just starting maybe. to put some of the pieces together. and so. With him being so far gone as to wanting to try and kill himself, seeing these girls cannibalize Jackie, suspecting Misty of killing someone and now like coming back to find them like he doesn't know exactly how Javi died. He just saw him getting butchered and that was kind of it. That's true. Um. He he might think like, hey, I know I'm not going to survive out here. I'm I can end my life by killing all the rest of, of them and just being by myself out here. I'll starve all mm. who knows what or I can then go jump off in 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 peace, um, which is is rough to think about. Yes. But <laughs> have like having seen that stuff, right? Like there might like I'm wondering if he's thinking like it's better if none of this gets out like i we might as well all have just passed away on the plane there um maybe i don't know but to to talk about i did think about how crystal is still out there and i can see that she would have a grudge against misty but i can't see crystal lighting the entire cabin on fire and putting everybody at risk Unless there is some other force at play. Like we were wondering if something was possessing Javi when he came back. 
That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, we got possibilities for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, let's 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 jump back to the start of the episode I, here. Did, I, I do just want to say, to say just just briefly it. that I I have wondered since season one if it's going to come out that they left somebody behind out there and mm-hmm. coach splitting off on his own is the first hint that something like that might have happened uh textually in the show i yeah like there is like this isn't something that i think there have been clues to just something that your brain can imagine as a story hook uh there's maybe there's a an adding weight to why the girls don't talk about what that space, not only what it was to them, but what it is or like, there's no mention of mentioned like, coach yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, they haven't really mentioned any, like they are as secretive as right. they are. They haven't mentioned anyone by name yet. Yes. Yeah. Odd. Like they only mentioned the characters we know who are right there, you know, and, and like Travis who died in early season one and Jackie, who we eventually find out is dead. Like <laughs> that's it. They're never like, Remember all the great times we had with Melissa and her pink hat? Every time we see a pink hat, think of Melissa. What a great pink hat, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I I think that is an interesting plot development to have somebody who just got either abandoned or separated or, as we're seeing with Coach, purposefully split off from the rest of the group. And yeah. maybe I and maybe we don't know how they got out if they got out or if somebody rescued them came and got them out if the kids were like we can't we're not going to tell them coach is still out there because then they're going to ask why were you and the coach separated we don't want him to tell them anything about ourselves (laughs) then then they just essentially leave him for dead maybe with the trying to help their conscience by saying well he's probably already dead yeah absolutely absolutely uh, I say we wrap up kind of the um, the the 90s timeline here, mm. dive into more of that stuff. Of course, Travis is distraught that Javi yeah. is the one that is brought back dead. Uh, I my partner and I thought it was weird for Nat to say it happened so fast when they all just stood there and watched. Um, I. <laughs> And Misty was the one that stopped her, but I understand it at the same time. Relatively fast, you know. Um, What was interesting to me about Travis is when Shauna eventually steps up to be the one to like go and butcher him and she steps outside. Travis, uh, he almost had, you've seen that painting. I, I don't remember what the name of it is or who did, but you know what that like angel or demon guy who's like looking here and he has oh, the, like, yeah. real like evil looking yeah. eye, like he's been crying or something. Who know, like he almost yeah. had that look to 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 him. And the first thing he says is no. And I like I thought he like is he gonna stick up for like not eating them? Is this gonna be another split? But then almost immediately, just accepts it. And, and like I I think he it, like it. It was a strange scene for me because like what Nat said that happened so fast. Like he's mm. he's distraught, he's crying, he's angry, but then he accepts it so fast. Um. And just lets them do because he he knows that they need to survive. Right. Like. Right. And I think there's a hesitation on his part to eat Javi himself 
Whereas he wouldn't stand in the way of anybody else doing it. I feel like that is him giving up to, I understand that you need to eat him. And then it takes him yes. a little while longer for him to realize I need to eat him too. I and I think there is a, a purpose behind, not just in her role as team butcher, but with Shauna being the one standing in front of him. Like after everything Shauna went through losing the baby, I think it's a statement of like, if I am surviving what I went through, you can do it too. You have to do it too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we see Shauna st- stepping up to butcher Javi. Um, she is trembling when she yeah. does this. She like it, she she knows she has to, but I don't think she wants to. to. Mm-hmm. We see that in the way she pulls down her like scarf yes. thing over her eyes, so she doesn't have to like physically watch it. Um, which then makes for a very like intimate scene yeah. right? as she has to like feel around his body to like where is his neck here it is this is the good spot i put my knife right next to, to it right like she she has to get her hands dirty but does not want to really face it um mm. is I, I i i didn't think what that scene was t- trying to communicate um Let's see that we so yeah by 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 time he is all cut up and all of that good stuff um because we we've already talked about coach coming in to see the aftermath mm-hmm. of that and just being horrified um yeah trying to get Nat out of there and she's just like nah man I'm worse um they the, Shauna brings the meat inside as they have their fire going. Um, and at this point, it's Travis that like they give him the first uh, like yeah. bite um, and mm. they give him the heart. I thought he was going to like sacrifice this to the skull or throw it in the fire and that be like their funeral for him or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but no, he takes a bite out of this uncooked heart and. Uh, and then I think I, I like I kind of laughed at this scene because he he eats this and then like sticks it on the pan. Right. Uh, right. And so it's, it's like, did he like think he could eat it? And then was like, ah, mm, yep. Nope. This needs to be cooked. I, uh, <laughs> I, I really wish the there case, was like <laughs> a conversation <laughs> between the kids of them trying to figure out how they would eat a person just piecing together like what they remember Medium from well. health class. Well done. No. <laughs> They're just like, all right, using what I learned in high school health class, how would I butcher a body? How would I know what parts I should eat? What parts I shouldn't? Is anybody like, I used to go fishing all the time with my dad. This is how he would got a fish. Like, I want to see more of the legwork of these kids putting together their their survival plans. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, but yeah, they start cooking the meat. And they eat Javi. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, to rewind a little bit, let's go back to Lottie. She's still looking not great. Her face is still all swollen, but she is recovering. Um, Misty is the one that comes upstairs to break the news to her about Javi because she doesn't even know exactly that yeah. they decided to do this hunt. Uh, yes. Um, at, at least I, I don't think so. She was not down there with the cards, right? 
No, no, no. All she says is when she's sick, she's injured, she tells Misty, if I don't make it, don't waste my body. Right. And Misty comes down the stairs and tells that to the girls. And I forget, I forget which of the kids it is that says, I think we don't, we should, maybe it is Van who's like, we shouldn't wait to eat her if she dies. If Lottie is the sick, she's never going to be able to to heal her injuries. If she's starving, we have to feed Lottie. And the only thing we can take from is one of the rest of us. Yeah. Um, So she breaks the nose to which Lottie starts being like, hey, I I never actually wanted this. Like, this is not. We've gone a little bit too far here. Um, And then. Misty's next line kind of stood out to me because despite them, like they they never really talked about Jackie. Yeah, it's mentioned here in they make references, but they never really talk about it. And even when Lottie is is like, "Hey, if I don't make it, no one ever says the actual words like eat me, like I give you permission to eat me or, or." anything like that misty just flat out says we're going to eat javi yeah i think think that was the first time they've ever like actually vocalized it's like literally um they're like they're i know there's been references to that stuff what they've done right but like that stood out to me as like I think that's the first time that they just said it out outright. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, um, yeah, they're they're We're going to eat him. Um, Misty also, when when Lottie starts showing her doubt, Misty is the one that says, you started this. It's done. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I felt that it was also interesting that Misty is kind of the one that pushes Lottie to continue this of like. It's almost too far. Got like, don't stop now. Like, you need to continue yeah. this because you started it. Um, mm-hmm. I that was interesting. I this season from where we were in the season one finale, where it's revealed that Lottie is still alive and she sent people to to kidnap a, a Natalie. Uh, to where we are now, where a lo- Lottie is not as powerful as we were led to believe she was. Which has been an interesting set of reveals that yeah. she starts this sort of uh, interesting faith based largely out of her experience with Laura Lee, you know, being so scared, wanting like something to to believe in, something to hang on to. And so Laura Lee baptizes her because Laura Lee was this incredibly faithful uh, character to uh Christianity to like a, a faith we all we all know and recognize and then right. yeah she gets a, a taste of the concept of faith but it's always been really interesting to me that it's not based in anything it's not modeled after anything specific they're just sort of inventing it on the spot with what's in front of them they're not trying to emulate a religion or a mythology or even a story the, you know they're the not doing anything they is... saw in a movie yeah wicca right just like the, the, yeah the, the, yeah I, I, I i'm not even sure how to describe or talk about that i don't exactly, know it well but it is yeah it, it is this uh, like believing in nature almost animalistic um thing which i again i don't know if that is offensive to say about wicca or not um but i i don't in, in, 
intend that to be. Um, but yeah, at the same time, though, they are also just kind of making it up as they go. Right. Yeah. And I I like that you can see maybe influences the writers have, but there's no sure. clear influences on the characters. It is being made up on the spot. Like one person will do one thing and then all of them will just adopt it. There's the, the group think that's happening there. It's, it's interesting to watch that play out and to watch it be yeah. transmitted uh, from character to character to watch it catch on the way that it has been where uh, Lottie tries to back off on this whole sacrifice did faith that they've all developed until Misty's like you started it. Like if you like Too you cutting now. your hand yeah. and putting your, you know, putting a bear heart in front of a tree stump, we draw like the line comes from that to, we let Javi drown and we are going to eat Javi now. Uh, so she kind of pushes her into it. And then Lottie realizes, I thought the woods were on my side. I thought I was the most attuned with them. I'm not anymore. I think it's happened to all of us. I think the strongest person it's happened to is Nat. Nat is the, you know, the term we've been yeah. using is antler queen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that night after they eat Javi, as, as you just mentioned, Lottie comes downstairs. They're all kind of excited to see her, that she's up and she's moving about. Um, but as Van is trying to make up some bedtime story that is seemingly about them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Lottie in interrupts and that's when she expresses her <laughs> doubts. Right. Uh, it expresses her doubts about how much power she has within the mm. group. Like you all made me the later, but I can't hear. Like I don't, I don't, I don't feel its power yeah. anymore. Like I used to. Uh, and that's when she nominates Nat to be uh, the next queen. As she, as she, she says, we tried to kill kill you. But it wouldn't yeah. let, let, let us. Yes. Like you, you were protected. And that, I think, symbolizes power to them. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when yeah. a coach is looking in the window, <laughs> witnessing this and being like, no, it's it's I, I mentioned to my partner. It's like the opposite of that, that the the sicko meme as the guy's like looking in the window <laughs> being like, yes, yes, <laughs> it's, it's anti sicko mode. He's just like, no. <laughs> No! <laughs> right? <laughs> He's gone anti-sicko. <laughs> yeah, oh, the whole the, all the teens, all the teens are sicko mode now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they're they're the but sickos, but coach is anti-sicko. <laughs> I, I like seeing Van retell movies to the other teens like they are bedtime stories. That's a yeah. nice connection to her running the VHS store. I like yep. that everybody's got a different favorite movie they want her to tell them about. And she starts telling a new story that's about them. And she, she says like the woods were so dark and so lonely they made the cabin. Something like that. I like that sort of and I don't know if that's going to turn out to be literal in the mythology of the show, but it is an interesting perspective from one of the characters living in the cabin. Like 
the the dark it energy here just birthed it, yeah. this place. Yeah, like there's there has never been a human touch on this land. You know, no 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 person truly built this place. It's this like maybe they did, but they were under the control of some dark forces, and it's a cursed place. We're like this is the equivalent of the Overlook Hotel or something, but it's one right. one one cabin in the woods. You've always been here, exactly. Um, yeah, that is an interesting thing to think about. I think not only this episode, but the show obviously throughout it, like is seeming to suggest maybe there is some dark force or some supernatural thing, but never explicitly says it. And so it's always I, left open to interpretation. Um, what I fun. in season one, it was a lot more ambiguous is there something supernatural or paranormal going on or is it all it not all in their minds like they're delusional but is it all created by the teens and i think there's more hints that there is something supernatural going on but there's still a lot that is just the teens like it is not it's still over oh yeah absolutely yeah and i really like i think it's what shauna says to, to the rest of the yellow jackets when they were about to hunt her in the woods. She's like, there's the dark energy out there was us. It's always just yep. been us. Yep. Um, speaking of Shauna, the last thing about the 90s timeline is right before they discover the fire. Shauna is upstairs in the attic, yeah. I think by herself. Uh, and she yeah. is j- journaling in her her, her little dead diary. Uh, and the stuff she is writing about is very much like, why wasn't I picked? Why am I like I th- mm. I, th- I, th- I thought it was Jackie, the one that made me invisible. So I think ah. she's kind of jealous of Nat that she was nominated as as this next uh, this next later here. And if you were going to go super tin foil hat down the uh, like supernatural stuff, did she manifest this fire in her <laughs> own like anger right again if you go down to like witchcraft supernatural route that is a possibility that she's the one that manifested it um maybe not on purpose but just in her like jealousy and mm. anger of everything she's been through and now not being picked like i'm the one that knows how to butcher things like you guys oh. wouldn't be able to eat this without it sure with, yeah without me, like maybe maybe she sees the fact that even though her baby died that she survived the birth at all as like a, a blessing from the woods sure. like it must yeah. mean something that i yeah. the was able me to first. get through that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i also i think it's nice that we did get to see her writing in the journal again that was yes, a big part of season one uh that that hadn't been in season two yet one thing I want to mention, another big thing in season one that hasn't been in season two at all, except for the opening credits, is that man with no eyes. He's he's been in season two, but briefly, and it, it hasn't. Can you remind me? Uh, when Ty is sleepwalking at the start, okay. closer to the start of this season, okay. when Van is kind of accepting the sleepwalk and then starting to okay. follow her. Uh, right, there for, is a, a scene of of yeah the no eyed man being the one to lead 
tie out there and that like it is the most clear shot, shot that we have of of him and he's like physically moving in the space he's not right, just like right, standing there right i remember um, yes i remember all this now why did i so much happens in this show that, yeah, yeah you know by the there's time you're lot. on episode nine you've forgotten something from like episode three or four exactly. i'm still intrigued by him by that force especially oh, yeah. because we saw the flashback where she saw it on her grandma's deathbed when she was a little girl that's the only except for that vision sort of thing that young lottie has about the car crash which th that's the only other piece of sort of magic stuff that was like outside of the woods before they even got to the woods right. and i you can see like lottie's vision of the car crash being similar to these sort of glances at an alternate universe it seems like characters have been getting this season like the mouse is alive the baby is alive i'm back with my boyfriend etc but the mm -hmm. no-eyed man feels different than everything else we've got going on yeah i agree i agree um but yeah that's that's kind of the 90s timeline ends with that cabin mm -hmm. burning down the smoke rising in the sky um Again, we know that they are there for at like just about another year, maybe a couple months after that. Um, they they have one more winter to go through. So, I I do I think people being like, what if someone sees the smoke? I don't know, maybe, but I don't think it means I, rescue. I, I I think someone no. may see it. Yes, but they're going to be walking into these feral cannibalistic women just then just being like what the hell right yeah <laughs> I'm, tr I'm trying yellow to like jackets let's uh, i'm trying to stand not even him you know he's just like the coach's son i'm trying to standardize it and just say teens i'm gonna try and that's my style guide teens i Wait, have he's not, also he's not coach's son right no, oh the head coach not ben okay, scott good. but like that he who's the assistant coach do they just call coach now in the absence of the actual head coach, yeah. Avi and Travis's dad who died in the crash. So I'm Travis. I'm very sorry. You lost your dad and your brother uh, over the course of these months. I hope you're hanging yep. in there. Ooh, I have soon. been too soon, Melissa. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <sighs> Good. I have God. been wondering since season one, if, somebody would find them pre ambiguous rescue event that eventually gets them out of the woods after 19 months. Yeah. If they would encounter like some other plane crash lost hiker thereby, I don't know if it's a lake or a river. If there's like, somebody who comes down on a boat, right, who yeah. knows? I have been wondering for a long time, are they going to encounter other humans? Not sort are of weird supernatural. Right, exactly. If there's this cabin, how do we know there's not more? So I, I do like the idea of somebody finds them, but it isn't rescue. It means right. more distrust or, or war or something yeah. like that. Or yeah, yeah, or like the realization of what we've become and we can't let him leave now. Um, mm -hmm. Something like that. But let's skip ahead to the modern day timeline. Um, 
We have adult Shoshana, who instead of of drinking the poison that Lottie had mm. there, was like, what if we do a hunt instead? And they're like, all right, sure, cool. But they they like want to go full on back in the woods. Let's make masks. Let's get a deck of cards. Let's do this the the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that's so the, these women are yes. I just want to say that a pe- this leads us to believe that when they were all running out of the cabin in the fire in the middle of the night, somebody thought to grab the deck of cards. Like they purposefully took that with them in the house fire. Potentially. It could be in some, which is interesting bag. thinking uh, they yeah. were grabbing stuff at the end. Like they were yeah. yelling, like grab what you can, like get all, like they wanted to save all of their stuff. Cause they knew how much that meant for their survival. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I, I just think it's interesting. Maybe some like the cards were just like in a bag. Maybe, you know, they're the like games. I, I can't. <laughs> what do I pick? Connect four. Mousetrap. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Leave them. Get the deck of cards. We can play so like, many more things with that. <laughs> like, is it already in the back of somebody's mind? We will have to do that again. The deck of cards was a fair way to choose. I have to grab the deck of cards. I'm, I'm sure that was on someone's. Oh mind there yeah um but yeah she they propose the hunt they go full-on back in the woods um which i like what i was about to say is like these women are all dealing with a lot of trauma they've come back together realize that it's probably a lot worse than they realized um and Mm -hmm. we 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 know that they are broken but them the the way that they suggest the hunt and do the masks and all that stuff and w- what I just said like let's do it right that yeah. feels like the most rational thing they said in the weirdest way because that's not rational at all you guys are about yes. to do this hunt where you decide you're about to kill one of one of each other like right the, the, the whole fact thing is, that they what that that they got to the point where they developed such recognizable like rituals it didn't like it seems like they did this multiple times we don't know how many times they did that but it's so absolutely like like riding a bicycle they never forgot it everything they have to do again and the fact that it's like 25 years later that 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 ritual has never lost its weight to them like what happened to them out there left not just this indelible trauma, but this indelible like that's the truth. That mm-hmm. is reality now. We do this, it works. And as the decades have gone on, it a lot of them, yeah, are like there's something to that. If we did it again, it would still work for us the way it used to, even though now the point isn't to eat for survival, it's there is a force that came out with us that demands a physical sacrifice. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, e- even when Shauna suggested the hunt, they were kind of hesitant at first, even though they all went, went, went along with it. It wasn't until Misty again, yeah. pushing Lottie into continuing this stuff is like, go get a deck of cards. Um, and so when Lottie leaves, they're all just like, fuck, like now she's at that. Now we actually have to do this thing um, to which Misty is is then like, 
I've bought us some time or she goes to get that. Like we can yeah. like we can figure out what we need to do with Lottie. And it seems like the plan is to go along with it as much as they can. Mm -hmm. But call crisis services to have yes. Lottie taken away again. And once they take her away, they don't have to do the ritual. They can just mm -hmm. deal with Lottie and that's it. Uh, which is also not dealing with Lottie. They're they're just locking her up. Uh, mm -hmm. But we do have a conversation between Van and Ty, to which Van is 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 like, hey, like this is not how we help her. Like she needs help. This is not how we mm -hmm. help her. Like would would you like it if I did that to you, Ty? Mm -hmm. Like you, you yeah. don't think you would get the help you need there? To which he's just like, yeah, no, um, that's mm -hmm. not not happening. Um, so unbeknownst to the rest of the group, Ty cancels the crisis harvest's call um, and says, like, we're, we're taking her to a different hospital tomorrow. She's calmed down. Everything is OK. Um, meanwhile, while they're doing all that, preparing for this hunt, uh, Jeff and Callie. <laughs> Jeff and Callie are in the car and he's like, no, Callie, disappearing is harder than you think. It's not like the movies. He's having trouble. It's like he has no idea like how to calm her down and be like, here's how we disappear. But just the fact that they're having that conversation, I thought I love that really he's funny. like, we could never order our favorite takeout again. Yeah. And he's he's so serious, he's focused, and he's so focused that he has not noticed Kevin in the car behind them, following them the entire Jeff. way. Not even like two blocks down the road. Like, let's keep our dip. He's just li literally right behind him. Yeah. Doesn't notice because he has no idea what to do. Um, and so yeah, th this I think was the first thing that I I was like. I was not expecting this. I was not expecting Jeff and Callie to show up at the camp. Um, like I, yeah, I, I, that's not, I did not expect everyone to like convene on the camp in that way. Cause yesterday, not yesterday, last week when the older women started talking, like right before they decided to do the hunt, they almost got overheard by a few of the campers, including Lisa, uh, the one that N N Nat almost okay. stabbed in the thank, thank you, because I've I've never entirely I, retained what her name is. I, I had to look up her name before we started recording. Um, but uh, like then we, we we do see Nat go to Lisa and be like, thank you for trying to teach me forgiveness get the fuck out of here something bad is about to mm -hmm. happen mm -hmm. um and like when when we got that first scene of her like almost overhearing them arguing to then this scene where nat is like get out of here like you don't want to be you don't have to be one of mm -hmm. these people i was like that's it lisa's the one she's the one that dies that's what i was thinking yes and then Jeff and Callie show up. Yes. And I was just like, oh, no. Now, and then you've got either one of them. And then the cops are right there. And I'm just like, well, I, I would like it if Officer Douchebag, you know, bit, bit the dust here. But uh, what is his name? Caramonso? 
Syracusa or something like Sy- that. Syracusa. Yeah. Yes. I, I, he's officer douchebag in there's, my mind. That's all. That's all he is there's, right now. There's a local sports bar called Cusamanos, and my brain keeps wanting to say Cusamanos, and I know that's not it. <laughs> so I keep getting things that are like a syllable. Cusamano, pink hat girl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they show up, and I'm like, man, it could be Kevin. It could be both of the cops. Like now, I I have could no be, idea could, what's going to happen. Cali, I. It was interesting yeah. to live in the space where it might have been Callie. I yeah, I have become more interested in her this season just because of she is the one youth. She is the one like teen yellow jacket equivalent in the adult yellow jacket timeline. She's older than them. She's like 18 or 19. But she's the in the story that is primarily about teenage girls. She's the one teenage girl now. And I'm wondering what that could turn into if this, if that, the way of thinking that like transmitted among all the teens back in the 90s, is that contagious enough that she's going to catch it to to some degree in modern times? She's very much an interesting character. Like, like I I like that they were fleshing her out a lot more in this season, but now... Going into season three, she's a much more interesting character she to has, me because she's, she's a lot like, of potential. She does, and like I, I, I see her character go. Like, there's multiple ways that she can go. Right, there is this fear that she has that she is like her mom, as she mm-hmm. has just started to see the tip of the iceberg of maybe her mom's a little unhinged. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she's done some dark things. She knows she's had some trauma, but she has that moment with her dad where she's just like, am yes. I like her? Um, yes. And I, I think that's kind of her fear that some of this trauma is r- rubbing off on her or will rub off on her. Um, But also at the same time, she likes that she's been connecting with her mom, even yeah. if it is over hiding a murder right um like she she still does not know the full extent and so i'm i'm wondering if she does end up finding out more like because i i think she i mean she was standing right there when also lisa shows up at the end with the shotgun we'll get back to that Mm. in a sec but everyone is like wait you killed people what's going like there's obviously it's starting to bubble over and burst their 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 secrecy that they've had they've they've mm. kept is maybe not going to be kept for much longer and so i'm wondering if this will scare her straight uh in a sense of like i i wanted to connect with my mom i was willing to kind of reach into that darkness to connect yes. with her yes a little bit um, mm. but once you include cannibalism and murdering multiple people, like that's drawing a line there. So there would be some incredible dramatic irony of her having then to work with, uh, again, I don't remember his name, but officer douchebag to mm. be like, Hey, I'm going to come clean. Here's everything. Um, you need to know here that that would suck. I don't want that for, for her. 
but also i i feel like she does kind of like this connecting with her mom and i don't know like she almost doesn't seem like traumatized by it as much or she's getting used to it in a weird way i don't know i i I think back to the conversation that Shauna and Callie had in season one when Callie knew that Shauna was was cheating on, on her on her dad and she threatens to to tell Jeff and Shauna's like, OK, you can go ahead and tell him, but we are going to drag you down into a messy divorce like this house is going to get so hostile. You're going to have to be a part of that. We're going to have to spend your entire college savings on a divorce trial you're going to have to split everything between two homes. Everything's going to feel hollow. Do you really want that? And I wonder if that is going to echo and mm. put Callie in a situation where she's not going to be in the mindset to turn her, her parents and for anything that they right. might do. Yeah. I don't. And she's always had. Uh, I think the conversation last episode that Shauna had with Lottie, I think, about the goat where she's assigned to take care of the goat and she confesses every, you know, since she lost the baby after having this vision where the baby was alive at, when Callie is born, she's like, I always kind of kept her at arm's length. Cause I was like, is this real? Is, is she really mine? Is she really going to live? Is she really alive now? And I think that, uh, Callie has been aware of a, a distance between her and her mom that is not all on her as uh, right. perhaps a yeah. classically surly teen. She's like, there's something up with my mom and, and how she reacts to my dad and I. And every time she learns something about Shauna's past, there's a really great look on, on a young performer's face of just real empathy, real pain. Every time she like hears about the baby that she lost or like uh, in that episode in mm-hmm. season one where she takes like the football uniform, uh, not uh, the right. soccer. Not <laughs> right. Knowing that, right. We're, mean, we're not in Europe. Right it's soccer. She takes the uniform. She takes the uniform and like wears it for Halloween. Uh, and she's like, Mom, Jackie's. why? Yeah. Right. And she's like, Mom, you, I know she was your best friend. I know you lost her. You never really talk about her. Like, I know a basic fact about you, Mom. Why don't you tell me more? Why don't you share things with me? Like, you can't tell that really pains her. Yeah. That there's a sort of one sided relationship between her and her mom that then makes her bristle up. Like, it started with Shauna. <laughs> And yeah, Callie has, she's retained a lot of empathy, but you're right. She isn't as traumatized by the things that have been happening as you might imagine she would be. I think the thing that bothers her the most is secrets. Like even as dark as information might be, I think she prefers it if you tell her. So as long as she's in a situation where even if people are getting murdered, and eaten and sacrificed and hunted or whatever as long as people are honest with her i think that saves a little bit of of, of her her spirit yeah. sort of 
she she as in the words of her her younger mom wanted to be like her and her mom against the world yes right? yes um, i think that's where we're gonna there, go i like we've also been talking about like the cathartic experiences that these characters could have down the road to get over and past this trauma um this could be one of them it might lead them into a dark place first but I'm wondering if Callie wanting to really have this relationship with her mom is the thing that ends up saving her mom and kind of mm -hmm. pulls her out of the darkness where they they both no longer have to be in it. Right. Um, who knows? Yeah. 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 Like that's yeah. To have somebody who loves her, who could who could save her is a good point, because looking at the 90s timelines you have these two romances you've got travis and natalie and you've got ty and van and everybody else like they care about each other they are allies like ty has shauna's back but there's uh, love is a word i am hesitant to use for some of the 90s relationships sure because it is they are bonded but uh again <laughs> like, I don't know if I would say they love each other. Like, there is this trauma bonded think, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the. The the love that I think sh that Callie and Jeff do have for Shauna, no matter what it has been that she has been through in Callie, especially now that they the doors are opening up, that she feels that her parents are sharing things with her. Yeah, I think that could be a really powerful, positive force. Absolutely. Um. We also have Walter here at the camp. He shows yeah! up. I love <laughs> this. I thought it, he is great in this episode. Him interacting with Jeff is amazing yes. in this episode. He's, I laughed so hard. Uh, he's so, so, just so <laughs> eloquent. Everything is so like, well planned out. He's so polite. He's so well spoken. It, like it's, it's so a good. really nice juxtaposition to to jeff's like dumbass energy <laughs> yeah it, so we have the the like older yellow jackets having their plot line over here at one part of the camp and then all of the like side characters are interacting having their own like yes plot i over like here. that and it's great it's so good and um yeah as as Jeff and Callie are trying to brainstorm, like, how do we rescue Shauna? How do we, you know, get her out of this? This is where they see Kevin, uh, that the cops are here too. Um, to which Jeff's response is like, well, shit, if they followed us here, like, like they, they know it's us. Like through mm -hmm, all of this mm -hmm. stuff, like I, I am not built for this. And so he, he just like, walks up and basically confesses he asks walter to leave the room for a little bit so he, they can get some privacy but what jeff doesn't know mm. <laughs> is that when 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 kevin was searching around he walked in on walter making some some poisoned some some drugged <laughs> hot chocolate which i assume was for lottie i think this was misty's plan that ah. in in the uh, when so I mean he when Walter gets to the camp he sneaks into Lottie's office which is where he finds Misty mm. uh, like g -g 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 going through all of her stuff she finds the drugs 
that she's yeah. been on the name of her doctor, like all all that stuff. Then finds her phone. Uh, no messages on that. But as she's like, she hears someone walking in. So she hides behind this thing. And it's Walter calling her uh, on, on the phone. So her, like she can hear the phone buzzing. He's like, uh, Misty, are you in here? Right. She's just like, what? You're here? And he like so, showed up already in a purple sweater, just walks in like he already belongs. Which is the there. one so I he think doesn't... he had right, in his exactly. closet in the week before. But like, so yeah. he he doesn't go through like the check in process where they take away his phone. Right. It's, it's really in. small, but I like that He's, they thought of that. Yeah. He snuck in. Um. Yeah. And and that's what I assume they planned. Like, hey, I have her drugs. What what if we like just as we're all preparing and talking we can offer like some hot chocolate or something you know just something to step on while we're waiting to murder each other um and they they drug it but as i man i i loved walter's reaction when he found out kevin was a cop because my my my, my i i i now know that he was acting right but my first yeah. thought is Wow, he is so sincerely in awe that this is a cop, a detective. He's like, I'm a detective too. Like, <laughs> I'm like you and me, like we're we're the same. Same. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is not the case at all. I, at all. My, I I did like this stuff. Uh, it's it's a really nice showcase for Walter. I enjoy that character a lot. I am so happy he is still alive and present in the story at the end of this episode. The the one tiny qualm i have is that when walter asks jeff to help him move kevin's body uh i, I say body like he's dead he's just unconscious but like they're not wearing gloves and like there there would be dna evidence on kevin's clothes that they picked him up walter is smart enough to as they move him they can wipe off and who knows what i don't it's um, not it's not a hard surface though i don't know if you can do that exactly and i don't know if that is maybe it is something where if you just like pick up a you know an unconscious guy and your hands were on his jeans maybe you can't really get any dna from that maybe it's something they realized like on the set day of and they're like oh there's no like rubber gloves around like we're not able to get anything we have to shoot on schedule Maybe nobody will think about it. Or maybe this is going to turn into something. I really it wasn't might, sure. Yeah. It, it it might. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I he just Kevin just falls over as Jeff is talking to him. And Walter just sticks his head back in is like, hey, that was fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, they they hide the body in, I, I guess, one of the cars. Um, and they set it up so that officer douchebag now has to go look for Kevin. He, he was confronting Callie who had the gun behind her yeah. back. Um, and like, I thought something tense was about to happen there too. Um, but uh, yeah, he gets this like weird phone call radio transmission thing that sounds like Kevin, um, but it was, in fact, just Walter setting things up here. And as as he finds the body in the trunk of the car, Walter just runs up behind him, grabs the gun and kills yes. Kevin. And is like, all right, before you freak out, here's the game plan. Like you want all of the like X, Y, Y and Z. I am basically setting you up so that you come out on top of this 
false corruption yes. ca- case. He was the one that killed a- a- Adam. He was the one that did that. Like, you will now be a hero, right? So what don't a thing to pin on up. Kevin. Kevin always seemed pretty nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, oh, well. Um, mm-hmm. But that, yeah, like I just uh, he runs up, and shoots him like three times and just like, oh, my God, what? What is happening here? Um, yeah, so that whole thing is wild. Uh, but then, yeah, the Callie continues on to then find her mom just being hunted, like just starting to run off into the woods here. Um, and she ends up shooting Lottie in the shoulder, like in, in, yeah. in the arm. Um, yeah. Crazy there. N- n- no idea exactly what's happening. This is when Lisa uh shows up with the shot and everything is super tense um and misty makes a play uh to kill lisa um because doesn't want to kill shauna's daughter that would be a bad move but this is an outsider so to speak yes uh so misty goes to stab lisa with more of the drugs uh that she has uh, but Nat sees this happening and steps in fr- front of it, gets stabbed yes. with the drugs and ODs immediately. And it's um, yeah. And it's I, I wasn't clear immediately. Is that more of the deadly poison from before? Is this a tranquilizer? No, she is dead. And they asked Missy, what can we do? And Missy's and she's like, it's nothing. too late. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's I gone. was I was not expecting this at all, except for van's cancer i have never thought about any of the adult yellow jackets being in mortal peril i've never thought any of them were on the table to die so this is a big surprise last week i when we were were like i'm wondering it might be i knew i i was imagining there was going to be a hunt and somebody would die but i'm like it's going to be one of the supporting characters it could be jeff walter same here lisa one of them and I like that this episode put like almost all the supporting characters on the table or at least in the same physical space where something could go wrong and it could be one of them. And this is the death that it is yeah. uh, Natalie after we just saw her in the previous episode in the flashback, letting Javi die in her place. Yeah. She's not letting it happen again. This is what this is kind of where one of my problems with this episode mm. comes in this is the cathartic experience that i wanted nat to have i think it came way too early i mm. I, I think if we had sat with nat a little bit longer and she had come to the conclusion that like hey to get over this trauma or I, I, I just wish that the show had made it a little bit more explicit that she needed to save someone Mm. to kind of get over this trauma to be okay with that. And I don't think it really did like it did. We we knew it, but it it I felt like it just kind of introduced that, especially since Javi just died last week. And this is kind of like. I just feel like I, I, I wish we could have sat with that a little bit more to have it be maybe a little bit like maybe I'm being selfish and I just want it to be a, a more heroic moment. Okay. Right. And not this yeah, I, 
this abrupt like oh my yes. God, what just happened um i understand that i it hit for me because of the the major thing that it at this time we know would impact that decision from her is very fresh in our minds because we just saw yes. it yeah and then also there's a really nice uh effect on misty misty who we saw accidentally mm, yeah. kill her best friend in the 90s accidentally at the time she believed killed crystal and now like in season one when they go on a little road trip in this season where she shows up at the camp and is everybody's like you like know natalie and she's like ah oh, let me tell you about natalie natalie's the best now she has also been in a situation where she's accidentally killed a best friend and this time it is for real and permanent <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing about her scene when she meets back up with Walter and he's like, hey, I took care of the Adam Martin situation. It's not going to be a problem. She just kind of breaks and is like, I killed my best friend. And I've already seen some people be, be, be being like, well, of course, that's not. But also it means crystal. And I don't know, like admit, we don't know where crystal's body is. Did she survive somehow? Maybe. Um, or did, did, like it is the, the, the thing of at one point, she definitely did think she killed Crystal. Yes. And so there might be a moment season three or down the road where it's revealed that she's still alive and she has this relief of just like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, I did not like I didn't want to kill you. Hmm. But I also did want to kill you because you were about to tell right. everyone. But like, like she has that relief of just like, thank God, like I, I'm not the one responsible. And here she is where it finally happened. And I, 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 I yeah. think because like we were talking last time when we discussed the yeah, yeah, yellow jackets, when she went into that sensory deprivation tank, she had a weird trip, crazy thing but walked out of that being like you're a closer like more mm -hmm. confident in who she already was there was not a break or change in her character the way ty kind of finally came to terms with i need help like or mm -hmm. or, or shauna like i i i need help too like she 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 hasn't had that i need help moment yet and i think this was it um, that this was her low point that like I, it finally happened. The thing that I was so scared of all those years ago, go, 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 finally happened. Um, mm. So I it, yeah, really I mean, like, like I, I, I love all of these cathartic yeah. moments. I think it's great for these characters. Just that that one with Nat specifically, I think, has come a little bit too soon. OK. But, I, I I understand that you didn't see enough runway to, yes, to yeah. that that like moment. It's, it's it's ultimately what I wanted to have happen. Yeah, but yeah, I I what I really like about that scene between Walter and Misty is that she breaks down crying and turns away from him, and then he's he immediately like pulls her back in into a hug and holds her like yeah. She has this awareness of I have destroyed everybody who i have come close to from crystal to uh to natalie even to some degree to to jessica roberts who she kept a, a prisoner in her basement and 
in a weird way, sort of befriended. They had a rapport. She liked Jessica and then killed Jessica. Right. Yeah. You can see that she's scared. Like, if it's not by my own hands, something's going to happen to Walter, even though, you know, he can't really see that far. He doesn't have that context. But I think it speaks very highly of him that he's like, no, I, I am here. I'm right here. Like, I think they have a lot of potential to be, again, this real positive love of not just. And that, that, that could be the theme of finding somebody who loves you for all of your faults and all of your skeletons sure. in your closet. Absolutely. Like not just a fair weather love, but like a, a, a true love. And that could be him. And yeah. I, I did wonder for a second when she's he's holding her and she cries and she says, I killed my best friend. I was wondering for a second if he was going to be like, we've all been there. It happened to me, too. I'll tell you so about that I. later. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, is Walter going to come out with some real dark secret? Anything could be back there in Walter's. Good past. Lord. Yeah. Um, that is the, the thing earlier on. I, I saw this too. Uh, earlier on in the season, someone mentions, man, serial killers love puzzles. And then later <laughs> on, we see him working on a puzzle. He kills Kevin. Like he, he has some real big serial killer energy. Um, but so does Misty. Um, yeah but also like yeah i it's god they they are a mess um <laughs> but that's that's kind I, of it it's not that passes away she has a which, vision let's let's t- yes. talk about that real fast because this is also something else that i noticed with this and was kind of expecting and i see why it may not have been in here i was expecting laura lee to be in her yes. vision here just and because just because we've seen Laura Lee in visions that other characters have. She never had any particular connection with Natalie, but we have but she seen also never her... really had a particular connection with uh, Jackie either. No, but we. No, <laughs> See, <laughs> but it makes like sense I... in the... it makes sense in that context of. Uh, and Lottie yeah. sees visions of her because she had a really profound effect on Lottie. Jackie yes. sees visions of her because Jackie is dying and she knows Laura Lee is already dead. And just Laura Lee as a person of faith, she does sort of represent a, a godly force. It, it, you can see, I think it, uh, it's okay that she's not there, but if she was there, it also would have made a lot of sense if now yeah. we saw her as she was dying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I was just kind of expecting more of her um, as she like I like this idea of some of these other characters coming back through these visions. Um, and. Yeah, I, I like we, we see her back on the airplane or in airplane, it's empty except for her. Uh, and then she sees a young Javi um who I the only type of hobby there ever was yeah the only only (laughs) type of hobby we get uh let's see where is this uh javi tells her it's not so bad then she sees a younger version of herself who says this is exactly where you belong uh -hmm. and then we see a young version of lottie um who i'm i'm wondering if there is 
some kind of connection between what we just saw of her being nominated as the new leader as like you were the one that gave me my chance to be a leader to help everyone survive i'm, uh, I'm not sure maybe like each person will have a different other character in their visions if this continues i don't know um but yeah it's i i was just, i was just expecting something a little different with what we got there but it, i think it worked for what nat yeah. was going through um and what was on her mind yeah right there it is fitting that she goes back to the plane the plane going down in flames i i like the return of that imagery i think that is something she had a vision about when she was uh doing drugs with travis and overdosed All and it is still a dying yeah a, a mystery point for me and that we don't know a lot about the crash and no again nobody's asking questions about the crash or the people that are asking them we haven't seen them yet right yeah but i yeah i was really surprised that natalie died i think that's a fascinating move because so much of what the show does is juxtapose the younger and older versions of characters so to have the older version of a character die with just as the younger version of that character is going on to a really important chapter in their story, that's going move. to be interesting. Yes. Maybe I, they, they do something like where the younger version of Nat is seeing is starting to see visions now and sees her older self uh, in that. They just do the same thing, but switch it. Right. That that'd be, be nice. I Interesting. I like any time when the older and younger performers get to to act against each other in the show where they are in the split timelines. I think that's a nice opportunity for them. Yeah. Good stuff, indeed. Uh, I don't know if I have anything about that episode specifically. Did you have any other kind of final stuff before we just mentioned, mm. like, what are the unanswered questions we still have? Yes. Oh, I... I just want to mention that the sense of time has been sort of abstract. I don't know how much time in the modern timeline has elapsed over this whole season. Sure. But as the episodes went on with everybody there at the compound, I was like, how is Simone? How is Sammy? Right. Yep. yep. Nobody's trying to call Ty. Ty, who's like a senator or something. That storyline has always kind of bothered disappeared. me. Yeah. <laughs> that she has such a high profile career, but she's always off doing her own thing. And we don't yep. see a lot of the fallout and consequences of, you know, <laughs> I forget her full name, Senator Thompson, whatever her name is. Like, you left. Jesus you left Thompson, for many yeah. days without contacting anybody. Your wife's in the hospital. Who was taking care of your son? I was even like, who's taking care of, of Caligula? How long are birds okay right? by themselves? Didn't Ty get a dog for for Sammy? Is the dog just like yapping around her house? I with with the time gone, I I, I wonder what are gonna be the fallouts. Caligula, I'm sure, is fine. But yeah. the the storyline with Ty's family and career, uh I'm wondering how they're going to continue with that. If there is any way that she can mend a bridge back to her wife and son, how much does she want to anymore? Where is the, the senatorship going? Is, is there going to be 
are we returning to that or is there going to be a point where the show just sort of abandons that? Because it didn't have a lot of effect on other storylines. Mm-hmm. That was sort of a right. a closed loop. Like Ty being a senator didn't seem like it would affect what any other characters are going through. The last thing I will say about that is that, it, especially with your your thought of like this theme of finding someone that loves you unconditionally, right? Um, no, no matter what that relationship might be, whether it's a, a spouse or a a family member mm. or who knows what, um, I think reintroducing Van into the equation is something yes. that that like I feel like those storylines are going to mix somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think also at the end of this. Uh, one thing to note is that they are taking Lottie into uh, some place. I don't know if yes. they named it, which which place she's being taken. But she, she's also can I, I don't want to say being locked up, but like institutionalized is maybe the right word. And I'm she, not sure. And we may not see much of adult Lottie next season, which could right. give us more. And of course, of course, there's no adult Natalie, which could give us space to spend more time with the adult characters we do have and right. get those storylines fleshed out a little bit more. Maybe this is when they really work on everything going on in modern Ty's life and give that a little bit more detail and weight to it. Right. Um, so, yeah, what what I was going to say with that is like when when Lottie is be, be, being taken away she she does confirm like it like we gave it what it wanted oh, yeah and she yeah. says she says you will see and she's looking directly at van uh when when she says that mm. uh so they've introduced this cancer storyline i've i've yeah. i've seen some people speculating like what if her cancer starts to go in remission like how is that going to affect the relationship between her and ty yeah. and ty and her wife and kid right yes. like because they they obviously had an attraction to one another and still kind of do um, yes so, yeah, I, I don't know what that is going to look like, but it is an interesting complication, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. See with that. Yeah. I think but. introducing Van adds uh, it makes it makes Ty's storyline a lot more compelling. Yeah. Cool. Unanswered questions so far now that we've reached the I, end of I, season two. We've we've talked I, about a couple of them, like, <laughs> where is Crystal's body? Right? Yes. Um. But is there any like unanswered questions that you can think of that uh, like are really like that, that that stand out in your mind or are bothering you? I've got a lot of them that are series wide and not like season two specific. Again, I we talk about Lost a lot. We, we, we compare do. these two shows, not just on their own, but in terms of our relationship, our experience watching these shows week to week and questioning them and trying to solve the clues. Lost is a show full of clues and characters who are looking for clues and finding clues and investigating clues. Uh, And in Yellow Jackets, the audience is doing that, but the characters aren't like out there in the woods, especially now with the cabin burned. What we can see a lot of mysteries, but I don't know how anybody gets any answers. Like we're not closer to figuring out, 
we are seeing more spots where that symbol appears, but I don't know how the characters get farther along in their journey of realizing what is the history of the symbol? What does it move? What does it mean? Yeah. Yeah, Like, I don't know what the resources are to solve a mystery or to try to begin to solve a mystery. So I, I hope that they find more resources that they can use, especially if there is a time jump like there was between season one and two, if there is a time jump to spring uh, between mm-hmm. season two and three, then there is, they're going to be able to to plant things, to eat plants, to like hunt for animals again. Like survival will be less of a concern. Of course, now they're going to have to build a shelter, but they're going to have to worry less about like feeding themselves, etc. Like they're probably not going to need to do cannibalism rituals anymore. So that yeah. does give those characters some free time, I guess, to maybe try and and work on one of these mysteries. I would like to see that. I would like to see one of the characters seriously say, what is happening out here? What is this place? And try and do something. (laughs) Try and investigate it somehow. We know that Nat knew that Javi knew a place. Yes, yes. And she knows that Coach has found that place. She does not know what that place is, but that, I think could be the start of something like yeah, that. that hey, she's this like, place you... also has one of those symbols on it and stuff like that. Uh, okay, what's happening here that we keep being yeah. led to these places with this symbol? Um, that could, I hope that could in season three that the teens try and do some reconnaissance or something or just try and learn more about the setting they are in besides the basic how do we survive here? Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, there are these series-wide ones, like what exactly is the history of that symbol? Um, we didn't get any new information about the hunter, right? Who is this old yeah. man? It like, And if he's, at the end of the day, not important, like, is there anything that's going to kind of say that he's not right. important? Is he... Like, it, like, it was just it... such a weird, eerie thing that he showed up in that vision yes. and yes. was credited like at like had not again we don't know if it's a na- name or an occupation but <laughs> i really don't think it's a name i think it is just this is a Melissa, cabin hunter th- is a name <laughs> i know <laughs> but i i don't think it's that guy's name i think it right. is like we find right. this cabin in the woods it was probably built for hunting the person who lived here must have been a hunter i yeah. maybe he's not significant individually but maybe he was one of a number of other people who exactly. got just sort of swallowed up by whatever the energy of the woods is. Exactly. Um, yeah, we have no no answer on that. Uh, still don't really know any more about the no eyed man like you kind of yeah. mentioned or, earlier. Um, but for me, I, well, and then one I, I wanted to know. Yeah, like, wh- is there a reason people are seeing different people in their visions. Why no Laura Lee and that? I, I don't know if there's much to that, um, but that's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. A, a curiosity of mine. Uh, and then for like going forward, I want to know how Lottie gets her mojo back. Cause I, <laughs> I, okay. I feel like when we start to see her get more into the the like late leadership position of like, OK, we're making a sacrifice. We're doing it like she felt powerful 
And then to see her on this camp where she is in control of her, for the most part, we we do know she was mm. struggling with those visions still. But right, like I, I feel like there is a time when Nat should get back, or not Nat, um, when Lottie gets back to mm. being on top. Um, I don't know, but here's I, here's my question. We have the 90s timeline. We have the modern day, like, I don't know what year it's supposed to be, like 2022 timeline. It's it, it's a approximately vaguely modern times, except I don't think they had a pandemic. <laughs> no yes. indication that they have. I would hope these fictional characters were spared from such a trial. They've been through enough already. We had that one scene this season of... Lottie just after they are they are getting out of the woods. Yes. Do you think the show will establish a third timeline that we will follow? Maybe not in in season three, but I would like to see if somewhere in season three, four or five, if we operate under what the creators have said that they are planning for five seasons. I'd like to see a middle timeline if they can do it gracefully and not overcomplicate things. A middle timeline of the 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 survivors uh, after they have gotten out and before we see them now, or a an alternate perspective on the '90s where we see yes, that's who's the one outside. I want. Yes, that's what I I think that would give us a lot of information. Yeah, who's that's out the one there? I want what looking into the... the crash, trying to find exactly. Them? The, the friends, the family, the one girl who broke her leg and never right. got to go on on the trip, right? Tra- like Travis in, and Javi's mom. In Lost, one of my favorite characters was Frank Lapidus, right? Yes! I love him. And I loved like that reveal of him being like, I was supposed to be on that plane. Uh, yes to, to, like that immediately like got me hooked on like i want to know more about this guy here who who is he and so i i really want to know more like we've seen the adult version of her at the reunion um but we 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 don't we haven't gotten to see her like after the plane left and disappeared um i i i want a like a an alt not an alt turn it that's a little bit of a confusing term mm, but mm. like the the 90s timeline but the people at home still yes. what does the rescue parties look like are they searching where are they searching what news is coming back when do they stop and then what happens yeah, yeah when when they do that's, find them and i yeah yeah i want that I, it doesn't even have to be like a, a a third major timeline for a whole season. Just like one episode would be really interesting to go back to, to Whiskeyock, New Jersey and see how everybody's reacting. See how right. the school copes, how the families cope. The other 48 days. as, as uh, Exactly. Yes, they, we need they, another 48 days of this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um Man, uh, yeah, I I would love to see that stuff. I'm I'm interested in seeing what the girls go on to do after they get rescued. But that's I feel like also the timeline that I'm kind of least interested in, where they do try to assimilate back into 
because like I, I i feel like what we know about the older adults is that even though they they moved on with their life they never really got over any of the trauma there and mm-hmm. so i feel like like it's a time period where you can't really do as much emotionally with the characters yeah they can't yeah really that's pro- true pro- progress so i i it i just it feels emptier and in a way that i'm okay with i'm just like i don't need to know that stuff just mm-hmm. I, give me the good bits yeah or maybe like one scene per per character or something maybe it's not enough to be a whole like little subplot thread for everybody sure, yeah 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 there's i it's the missing time in this show it is the gap between what we see in the two timelines that is so compelling to me I think yep. that is the greatest strength of this show is what's just outside of what it is you're seeing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's all I have. Yeah. Man, season two of Yellow Jackets done. done. Uh, real quick, I know that season three has already been confirmed. Uh, it mm-hmm. started production but unfortunately was only in production for a single day un- until the writer's strike uh, hit and mm-hmm. they shut down production. Um, Wh- so th- what do you mean they've... by pro- production? Was it like in the writer's room? Yes. I think I remember yeah. hearing like that. One day yeah, in like the they had one day in the room. room. Yeah. Yep. That, that was it. So they like yeah. technically started, but they've also haven't really started on like yeah. what's happening next so um again once again i'm i'm in full support of those writers striking uh they needed to be paid fairly uh especially since we love all of those the, the yeah. shows that they make we wouldn't be here if they're not right. out there exactly so yeah um, and yeah. it is uh it, it, it is tricky to know that after you watch the season it will be even longer of a wait until you get another new season i just try and and send good vibes out there into the universe exactly Uh, other things go well for folks yeah um i think that's about it for our our spoiler cast on the season two finale of yellow jackets so melissa where can the people find you you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, for more 90s vibes. There you go. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, uh, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So yeah, please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. You guys know the deal with all of that. If you're watching this on YouTube, we got some more videos for you right over there. Go check those out as well. That would help us out a bunch. Uh, But yeah, this has been number 119, the Whatnots Reactor Core. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.